0: Hello, monkeys. Viewers Viewers, listeners. This is the silver episode. The silver anniversary the
1: silverest.
0: of the Fresher and Parland show. As episode always. I am I am Parlance. And I'm Fresher. <clears throat> This is a big one. This is a big one. We, our show, can now officially, if our shows were years, our show could officially join ARP, A W R P.
1: They, they should be happy to have us.
0: No, it's actually we not. We can't A-V- collect
1: our, uh, we can't collect our retirement yet.
0: No, we can't collect our retirement. We got a couple more episodes for that. Oh, I'm a little screwy right now. Sorry. Oh my god. Um, You're always screwy. Oh. No! I wouldn't say more zany than screwy, but all right, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a I think this is a big episode. We're two away from a full year. Full year I know of that's,
1: that's exciting, even though we've technically been doing it for over a year. Yeah, but I mean, fifty-two a couple, though.
0: A couple misses in in the middle there. And uh, we're definitely picking up momentum. I want to thank everyone for. Uh. Following our show, uh, we've been seeing a lot of activity.
1: Yeah, on our... it's, it's pretty. It's pretty impressive. I'm glad that people are, uh, you know, listening in, listening to our little chit chat here of like not really having real stuff to talk about.
0: <laughs> I disagree. I think we have plenty to talk about. I think we bring a lot to this world. I mean, yeah,
1: we talk about stuff.
0: But, yeah, but I think what we offer is different and interesting and certainly uh, entertaining. I mean, it, unique it, offerings. <clears throat> and if we, yeah, exactly. And our podcast, you know, the 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 podcast stream of our show has been getting uh, pretty good numbers. Based yeah, off I don't
1: know if they're just like robot views, but I mean, robots are in. Like that's if robots are into us, I'm glad because they're going to take over.
0: <laughs> um, it's interesting you say that because I think this theme of this episode is all about robots and Seriously, artificial... AI.
1: Ins- singularities of Singular- the intelligent sort.
0: Yeah. So, um, before we get into kind of the uh, meat and potatoes of AI, robots, singularities, all that stuff, and I think... Um, I feel like we're really building it up because I don't know if we can really talk about it that long. But I, think we got it, I think we have at least 10 minutes of conversation. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll, give, I'll give it 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just saying, at least 10 minutes. I know. Yeah,
1: But, Parlance,
0: have you had anything cool going on this week? Um. Well, I will say that I started, I shouldn't say I started watching Helix, I've mentioned it now a number of times uh, right. on the show. I'm fully caught up, there'll be a new episode tomorrow. And... I'm excited for a new episode of Archer tonight. Oh, I'm also caught up on um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. yeah! Oh, those are so good i'm also caught up on uh workaholics although i think a new episode aired tonight i haven't watched that yet no i was
1: i actually just watched the rest of the season of broad city and like i liked i like the web series like a while back you know like a couple years ago but then the first season on tv i was like it was very mediocre i wasn't that into
0: it but this new season way better So I'm about, I think I watched maybe two or three episodes of Broad City of the first season. I have to go back and watch it. I just, it was hard for me to, I didn't really, so I didn't even know it was a web series. So it was just very, it was very difficult for me to kind of um, understand the characters, maybe because I just had no familiarity with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, yeah, they're just two wacky people. People (laughs) say that it's like the um, workaholics. For
0: girls, yeah. yeah, it's female workaholics. Although I, I think that's a disservice and to that show because, frankly, it's for everybody. Any males and females can enjoy that show. It's, it's yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: I think so too.
0: But man, workaholics this season has been very good. It's I, been need, a... I
1: know. I need. That's one of those things that I know that it got a lot better because I just watched some of the first season and I wasn't super into it. So I'm, I'm just hoping just when like I'm totally out of stuff to watch, I'll be like, oh, sweet. I can go back and watch like a couple seasons of
0: workaholics i I will say that uh last season I didn't think was great, but this season I think is is pretty good, and I know some people are like, yo, that's bro humor dude, but it's it's definitely not bro humor it's <laughs> it's it's a little bit different. I mean it's definitely bro humor, but it's not it's not like a bro show, you know it what seems I'm saying like
1: i mean I think all of the shows are situated enough that they're abstracted out from, like, their realistic scenarios, and now they're just doing ridiculous stuff. Like in It's Always Sunny, I think we talked about, too, that they totally, like, it's past being real people. It's, like, just ridiculous at this point.
0: They're, <laughs> they are they are caricatures of characters. Yeah. Um, Did you see the episode with the, the dating episode yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, where,
1: the, like, they make the bar into, like, one of those dating spots, and then they have the app. Like, that was a pretty good one because it totally, like, it put um, what's-his-name-in-its-place because he like, has all those sex tapes. Oh, and yeah. He's, the... totally, he's totally obsessed with like this rating system that chicks had on this app for people.
0: Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, It's Always and Sunny in Philadelphia is a TV show on F- FXX. And uh, it's been on for, I think, nine, ten seasons. How many seasons has it been it's on? Pretty, it's been a pretty
1: long time. I mean, they've gone through a lot of... Transitions, But they're all good. They're all good.
0: Well, I saw that it's another five years, I think, they signed on for. What? I That's know. Awesome. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, dude, that episode, I haven't – so I was homesick and I was watching some TV. I was sick this week for one day, and then the next day I was working from home, but not as sick. But Sunday, Monday I was definitely sick. Everyone's and... sick. And I watched all of the backlog of the show, and I was in a terrible mood. I wasn't feeling well. Yeah, but I watched that show, and oh my god, when Danny DeVito, um, his character, what's his character's name? Uh, Frank. When Frank, after Dennis leaves the group, because it's essentially three dating, it's like three. Oh groups. yeah. yeah. <laughs> after Dennis leaves the group, and it cuts over to uh, Danny DeVito, he's like, "I'm ready to swing, baby," or whatever. <laughs> I don't know exactly what he said. Yeah. But I laughed out loud so hard and how he his cock ring kept falling off
1: <laughs> I love how they like they got really I mean the other crew totally got into um like, you know, the whole strategy of it. And it's like, we need to keep off of the weird topics. And then they just, like, end dates after, like, three lines. But then finally <laughs> they got, like, really far. And, like, there was like, this is perfect. Don't mess it up. And then, like, they're just like, no, we need to call it off. We need to call it off. <laughs> it's
0: like, we've, we've done everything. Yeah, they kept, like, blowing the whistle in the middle of it. They would just walk away because they didn't know how to actually converse with people. <laughs> yeah. Charlie would be like, Charlie was talking about how we had cats. He's like, I have about, uh, you know, 50 cats in my alleyway. That's a really good Charlie. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's really more like uh, six cats in my garbage can whatever. (laughs) That's like a super good Charlie.
1: (laughs) That's that's the
0: first time I've ever done it, so it can only get better, I imagine. You need to
1: practice that. You should be, I don't know. If you had enough people it'd be cool to be all the people from It's Always Sunny for Halloween.
0: That would be, uh, you I don't who would you
1: be? I don't know. Uh I kind of want to be I kind of want to be Mac. I don't think that i match any of them actually. You could be There's, Charlie, character in it. I'd have to be one of the like McDoyles or something.
0: Oh, uh speaking of uh, sub characters, the yeah. what's his face that they went to visit, the one that had his face burned off? Uh, I don't remember that. What? When they were they it was the episode where um uh, who was, oh, jeez, I'm trying to remember, but Dennis, uh, Dennis Mac and Charlie left because they wanted to uh, absolve Crazy crazy Pete or whatever, I forget the characters. Did you see this episode? It's, it's not the one, I think They so. had a high school friend who was crazy, who they said he ate, his, he killed and ate his family. Yeah, so like he was, and then he was literally a crazy, crazy person, like, but, in life. Uh, uh-uh. uh he wasn't crazy. He was just like he. All the rumors that were started about him was started because of Mac and uh, and and oh. Charlie. But anyway, they went to. They wanted to. They wanted a priest to absolve him of his sins so he could be crazy again. Yeah. And um, and they went into they They got the priest. I forget the guy's name. The one that that's essentially they ruined his life. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, cricket cricket and they found cricket and his whole face was burned off and he's like you guys did this to me or whatever like and know, they're
1: like, they like they totally they totally dump on cricket all the time and then like yeah no cricket's ridiculous and he has like ringworms and stuff he's like super gross and they like, always,
0: like he has a crush on D and they always use that to like take advantage of him no this time they used beer he's like look I'll, I mean, I'll suck some dick, but I need all six beers. And they're like, we don't want you to suck dick, cricket. We just want you to be a priest and absolve them. He's like, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying for six, six beers. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Anyway, this season's very good. This season's very good. Yeah,
1: it's a, By it's the way, a good
0: start. Spoiler alert for people who haven't watched that season. Sorry. Yeah,
1: well, you just you can go back and watch it, and then you know listen to us talk about it afterwards, or they'll just be, have the heads up.
0: Yeah. Um, so I finished two books. I talked about that one book last week, The Infinite Sea, which was the sequel to the fifth wave, uh, young adult novel. Uh, <clears throat> it was all right. It wasn't that good. It was all right. Um, and, and then I read uh, another novel from one of my favorite modern sci-fi authors, John Scalzi. Yeah. And this book was called Locked In. And I think you might find this one interesting.
1: Wait, who else? I feel like that I know some other stuff that John Scalzi wrote, but I can't think of what it is. He did notable
0: he, Well, he did Old Man's War, I think. Wasn't oh, yeah. That? Yeah. Wait, what else? He did another um, great novel called uh, Red Shirts.
1: Oh, I don't know it.
0: Oh, Red Shirts is freaking good. That's cool. So Red Shirts is kind of like, I don't want to give away too much, but essentially... Uh, Everyone dies in the end. No, it's like a Star Trek type. Mo- it's like a Star Trek type um, universe. Uh, universe, but things aren't as they seem. How about oh, that? Oh man. Yeah. Um, uh, so a- anyway, uh, this was his. I think his most recent novel. Um, though I'm not. I can't confirm that. I'm gonna have to confirm that now. John Scroll. <laughs> I can't, but will confirm that. I yeah I can't confirm it but I will confirm it. Um anyway, he um he this book is essentially a yeah, this book is from 2014, so yeah, it's it's fairly recent. This is a universe where a um in a universe. <laughs> yeah. In where... a world, in a world where they, a virus rampages the <laughs> um Essentially, that's what it was. A virus comes through and kills off a portion of the population, um, and then it does a bunch of other things. To, like most, a lot of pe- most people live, some people die, but then a small percentage of a small percentage um, get locked into their body. Yeah, so kind of like their brain. Their brain functions normally, but they can't move at all. Oh,
1: that sucks.
0: Yeah, and the the president's wife gets it. Yeah. And so they name it after the president the name of this syndrome. And uh, Syndrome? No, I forget the name. It's like a last name of the character or whatever. But yeah. Anyway. Um the the plot of the book is that all this billions and billions of dollars gets put into um trying to make Uh, these people like... Essentially they get avatars. They can connect their brains. They put in implants into the brains and they could get avatars. And then I forgot, there's actually one other uh, component to this that there's a thing called an integrator. And the integrator is a person who got to the same level of the sickness as the lock-ins. Because there's like stages of the sickness. But they didn't get locked in. But it did enough weirdness and damage to their brain that they're completely normal. But with the uh, the way that it affected their brain and with the implant, a, a person could actually enter into the brain of the integrator and, like, feel the same experiences like, a human would be. Wait, what? That's crazy. Like a tourist or whatever. And yeah. so, so um, needless to say, some hijinks occurs with all of these things. And that's... Yeah. I don't want to... Like, there's a murders, there's some murders and things like that. That's... It's... um It's pretty good, and there's some... Like, Scalzi's really into kind of using um, modern kind of parlance, for lack of a better term. But, like, the name of the medical... Like, these robots that the people use are called Threeps. Like, Threeps. Like, T-H-R-E-E-P-S. And that stand. It's after the character in Star Wars, C-3PO. Threeps. (laughs)
1: <laughs> do they talk about that or is it just like you know it
0: no they say that they say that Ugh. in the in the book um it's like 3 yeah exactly <laughs> um are meeples in uh carcassonne um oh yeah i don't think that's what they're called i'm pretty sure they are called meeples i'm disagreeing you're disagreeing yes so what are they called then
1: yeah uh, i don't know playing pieces I just looked it up. They're guys. They're not. They're meeples. I just looked it up. I don't believe it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> they're definitely called meeples. Anyway, uh, feels my heart that they're not called meeples. Um. So Truthy. that's pretty much it. I don't. I, I. like I said. Sick. Busy at work. Read some books. Read some. I started another book. I'm not going to finish it. It expires like tonight or tomorrow. It's a, a business adventures book. I actually have a lot to talk about in that book cuz it's really good. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to spend too much time on that because I was more in into something else this week. But I just want to know how was your week?
1: My week. My week. Uh it's pretty good. I had a friend was over here for the weekend, hung out. And then um I we went shopping in Ballard at like a couple stores and I went to one of those uh those like Hand jewelry type store places, or whatever I like, and they have all like the geometric shapes for everything, which is super in
0: I mean they're pretty cool. I have a question but, was this t- uh jewelry store like in like a corner shop and kind of like abstractly art and had like some Greek statues and stuff in it
1: uh I don't think there were any Greek statues
0: or like ancient Roman statues
1: no, it wasn't a Roman type theme thing
0: <clears throat> it's I think that the
1: place is a uh, it's prism is the brand that they make a lot of jewelry and stuff, but anyways. They had, like, a little planter thing that was pretty cool that's just a little, like... uh, Terrarium? ...type thing. And uh, I saw one and thought, like, that's just the size that I can print. And so, like, I totally went home that day and I 3D rendered it just from my memory because I knew, like, the shape and whatever and totally printed it. So that's the first time that I was just ever at a store and thought, like, oh, dude, I could make that. And then I came home and, like, totally made it. So I was kind of – that was a good use
0: of 3D printerage, like full-on ripping off the store. <laughs> it's interesting you uh, mentioned the that terrar- – would you call it a terrarium, like a small little thing? Like no, a it's little... just
1: a planter because it's not clear, you know.
0: Yeah. We're, we have a project here at the house where we're going to build some terrariums. We yeah, already terrariums are, terrariums are in. Well, at least they were like two years ago. But oh, there's some
1: terrarium shops that you can go to that have all of the fixins. It's basically like a terrarium buffet. I saw –
0: I've actually seen the one in Ballard. Yeah,
1: that one's a big one. But the stuff's so expensive. You can get that stuff for, like, so much cheaper.
0: I know. I could go to a – I could literally go to a river and pick up some rocks. (laughs) I know, right? They do have some cool stuff, though. When I went there, even though I don't have a terrarium,
1: I uh, just bought some, like, weird, like, shaped rock things. I mean, like, just, like, really heavy, cool-looking stuff. I don't know. Anyways, that was exciting, and also I ran out of soil this week. That's disappointing. That is disappointing. I had to eat rice yesterday, just rice, because I have a rice cooker that I barely ever use. That but sounds I almost as. I should be getting more the third
0: box. Solent like, 1.3. When does 1.3 come?
1: Uh, it should come like I think probably the early next week. I could have like staggered it so it was more normal, normally timed, but. I didn't. And so then
0: huh? Oh no no. Quick question on the uh the rice. What is better for you? Like what, what did you feel was a more appetizing meal, soylent or rice?
1: Soylent for sure. Okay. Alright. I mean yeah, it's like way more nutritious and like it's a more interesting taste also than just rice. I just had rice with like uh furikake, like the powder stuff or whatever.
0: The pe- is it like pepper? Is that what that stuff is?
1: No, I mean it's just like a package of like little bits of seaweed and flavor stuff and whatever.
0: Sounds delicious.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. But I had, I mean, like the first like I had like two and a half bowls of it because I just like used all the rice, and it, I got super tired of it after like one bowl. <laughs> did you put a I, little? It's, like all I I did you put any... a
0: little soy sauce in there? A little fish sauce? No, I didn't put any sauces. Just straight up rice and dried seasoning? Yeah, pretty much. That doesn't sound out that sounds like you just there's no nutrition to that. It's rice. Yeah, I
1: know. That's why I'm saying soylent's better.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially you're like you're like on the spectrum of like starving like a starving African. You're going from flavored rice to soylent. Like these are their options.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, right? But uh I also went and saw a show. That uh, my friend got Graham. My friend Graham got me tickets too, which was awesome. Uh, I saw Ariel Pink at Numos. It was a Tuesday show, and it was totally sold out. And uh, now,
0: who is Ariel Pink? Is that a person or a band? It's a band,
1: and like I didn't recognize the name, but like when I looked it up, like I actually know super a lot of their
0: songs, and it was a really good show. They were like super good, so
1: this that was city, exciting. I had I'm
0: looking here that Ariel Pink is actually a person. Huh? It's it's actually a person. Is it? I mean, well, maybe the main singer's name is that. I thought it's just the band. His name is Ariel Marcus Rosenberg, better known by his stage name Ariel Pink. I did not know that. But yeah, he must have a whole band. But yeah, oh the, 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 he kind of looks like a little bit like Kurt Cobain. He has pink hair. I think it's like the hair. I guess yeah, maybe. But yeah,
1: no, he's it's it was a super good show. And uh, that probably and I finished my taxes. That's exciting. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so, th- you know what? Quick question. Tell
0: me about this Amazon credit thing because I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I don't, like, it's so, I'm just shocked that this is a thing. So I did my taxes on just the online thing, like TurboTax or whatever. But then when you, like, have your return and you, uh, like, right at the last step when you're, like, oh, you direct deposit to your account or whatever, they say, like, would you like to receive, a, like, Amazon store credit instead of direct deposit? And then when you do that, you get 10% more, like, for
0: Amazon credit that they, like, give you. Now, hold up. Is this a – is this because of – is this, like, a thing, like, the tax preparation software used? Is that, like, a special thing for it? I don't even know. It just – it totally seems like it's, like, a tax thing. I mean, I guess
1: it's probably the software, but – Did you use TurboTax? Yeah, I did use TurboTax. Yeah,
0: I think it's a TurboTax thing. Is there a limit on how much money you could get from credit? I don't think so. So, like – I mean, I like it's like ten percent, and so I like if you like you
1: get for like a hundred dollars, you totally get like ten dollars. Like, that's crazy. I think I got like I got some pretty good money for it. It's
0: pretty yeah. cool. Did you get enough? Like, you get get enough money to buy TurboTax for next year? That's the seriously question. well. Also, if you get TurboTax through like BECU
1: or Fidelity or some sort of other thing, it's already discounted. You just have to like
0: click through with that link. I see. Okay. All right. But, that's pretty uh, impressive that you're done with your taxes, considering we don't have to have it so done for. So I know. But, uh, I just got my like paperwork for like you know all the tax paperwork. I think I just got my last piece just this week, last week.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you could do it online. I mean, you, I just find the stuff online. Well, really, all you need is your W two.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing that just came in this week. So, um, but that's that's what's up with fresher. Well, I will say, fresher in parlance, I posted our first non-show specific post. Ooh, on, nice! Uh, on our, I always free-
1: like meant to do that, but then never did.
0: I, I think <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna do it. We got a couple likes. I like it. I think people actually appreciated it. And I don't know if you did. You, you saw what I posted, right? Uh, maybe. It was the Chris Pratt, the guy oh, who yeah. plays. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Star Lord. He showed up. He he held his word and went dressed as Star-Lord to the hospital because the Seahawks lost. Uh... <laughs> I know, uh, not cool. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about that, but it was cool that he went, went as uh, Peter Quill, the Star-Lord. Um, yeah. And from what I heard is that the reason why he was able to dress like this is that he stole the costume from the people. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of stealing
1: stuff, did you see that, Um, I think it was Neil Armstrong or whatever... But like, uh, did he did he die? I don't know. Who? Like Neil Armstrong. Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah.
1: But uh, anyways, they found a bunch of like moonlander stuff in his closet at his house that he just like took like after the moon landing stuff. What? So they have like they found like the original camera that like they filmed on the moon the first time, and like a bunch of stuff that he just had at his house that he like he took.
0: And. What are they doing with it?
1: They're putting it at the Smithsonian, but, like, that's crazy. He just took it. I mean, (laughs) I went there.
0: You're the dude that's the first person to walk on the moon. you got to take souvenirs. I know, yeah. Yeah. But it's similar
1: to just taking the Star-Lord outfit.
0: Who was the – so Neil Armstrong, as I understand it, Neil Armstrong wasn't supposed to be the first person on the moon. Oh, really? I didn't – yeah, I think someone else was supposed to get the first person on the moon, but they had, like, diarrhea or something.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. That sucks. it no. was oh. about that they leave all their waste up there. There's totally, like, bags of, like, human waste and garbage, like, on the moon that we left. Because they can't, like, afford to... It's too much fuel to bring it back.
0: Oh, it's interesting. Oh, so it says here uh, Buzz Aldrin, I think, was supposed to be actually the first person on the moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong though, but I'm trying to read it. It's hard to read and talk and run a show. Oh, uh, but yeah, difficult. Uh, it is difficult. Um, so let's talk about robots, AI. Oh man. And uh, over. So I read. I was given a article uh, yeah. by a. Acquaintance who I hold pretty. Oh, by the way, FYI, if you want to reach out to us, reach us to at fresh and par. Uh, we could be also reached on Facebook, on and yeah, you I'm, can also... I'm watching the tweets, live tweeting. You and... can
1: tweet at our old shows, like our good friend Tom was doing. But also, you can tweet us right now. Yeah, we'll you can.
0: Yeah, if you live tweet us right now. Also, before we get into the AI. This week. I
1: like this is going to be all lead up, and then we're going to be like, all right, the show's over. We didn't have time to talk about it. Didn't
0: have time to talk about it. But this week, I am giving away. When I say I, I mean our show. Is giving away this DVD called. It's all super shiny. Willow Creek. Creek. It's a Blu ray, actually. Oh. Willow Creek. That's a special edition. This is not a special edition, I don't think.
1: It is the Freshman Parlance edition.
0: We'll sign it. Look, it's, it's still on, open. outside of
1: the plastic thing.
0: It's still open. Never been, never been. Totally can't see that. Used. Okay, well, I'm just pointing it out. That one looks a little better there. <laughs> this yeah. is a horror film, apparently, directed and written by Bobcat Goldwaite. You know, Bobcat Bob Goldwaite? You know, exactly. Goldwaite. No, it's Goldwave, dude. Do you remember Bobcat Goldwave? He was like that oh, yeah, guy, Bobcat, like, dude. Dude. Bobcat, right? Yeah, he directed uh, that Robin Williams movie, World's Greatest Dad. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna read this, and then I think we need to figure out how how we're gonna give it away. It's a uh,
1: basically, if you email us at the show.
0: I was thinking Richard maybe I'm let's brilliant. do what about Twitter? A Twitter thing. A Twitter thing. Yeah, like they have to tweet their favorite horror movie. At the show? At, at Fresh and Par, say. And, then we'll, and and if we get more than one tweet, which I'm not sure we will. <laughs>
1: we'll pick it randomly.
0: We'll pick it randomly, who gets this copy, and then we'll DM you for your address and we'll send it to you.
1: Tweet us. So we, need, we need like a special phrase or something.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So this Hashtag is called... video giveaway. Yeah, that's good. Hashtag, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So I'm going to read the plot, because I think you... I, first off, Bobcat Goldwaite has a, has a pretty big fan base, so this actually might have value to people.
1: It has value.
0: Well, I it's mean, special like... Special edition. It's the monster movie of the summer, according to this guy at IndieWire. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read it. A young couple find themselves face-to-face with a terrifying evil when they venture into the heart of Bigfoot country in Willow Creek, director Bobcat Goldwaite's unique spin on the horror genre. Looking to make a splash with his research videos into the existence of Bigfoot, Jim and his girlfriend, Kelly Lake, Kelly, take a camping trip to the mountains surrounding Willow Creek, California, a small town where infamous footage of the supposed Sasquatch was filmed. Before long, the headstrong couple are lost in the woods and discover that someone, or something is stalking them. With each passing night bringing unknowable danger, the two must use all of their cunning to try to make it out of the forest alive. That is
1: a lot of cunning, to get away from a Bigfoot-type
0: monster. So That's, like, extreme cunning. So, tweet us your favorite movie with the hashtag free movie giveaway.
1: Video, yeah. No, hashtag video giveaway.
0: Hashtag video giveaway. We probably should have talked about this before we did it. I put it on the thing just now. (laughs) Just now. Hashtag, (laughs) hashtag... Video giveaway.
1: Yeah. Okay? If you get the wrong hashtag, you don't get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you will. We will. I will pay for the shipping to send you this in the uh,
1: in. Well, no, yeah, I guess wherever. It's just I mean, as long as it's under like ten dollars.
0: Well, isn't there Media Mail? Isn't Media Mail like five bucks or something? I don't know, but I mean, if like
1: I feel like is like a joke, you could just be like in Antarctica, try to get it. Oh like yeah, that, um, adults, continental
0: but... United States. <laughs> I mean, Hawaii is still reasonable, or Alaska. Maybe, maybe.
1: Well, we'll, we'll uh, you know.
0: We'll determine. So our first giveaway, Willow Creek, hashtag video giveaway, hit us up at Fresh and Par, and we will randomly select it and send you this copy. On the Twitters. Also We're just there. Twitters right now, because, uh, yeah. you know,
1: we like to hear from people.
0: The monster moody of the summer. I mean, it doesn't say what summer, but it could be this summer. It's the summer. And frankly, by the time it gets to you, it could be summertime. <laughs> so. I know. So anyway, so back to the AI uh, robot thing. I'm going to bring this yeah, up again. because People are talking about it. It's all the buzz with the smart
1: people like uh, Stephen Hawking and Bill Gates and, uh,
0: and uh, L. Ron Musk. L. Ron, L. Ron Musk. <laughs> L. Ron Musker. <laughs> So anyway, Elon um, Muskiest. <laughs> musket. Yeah. Um. So, uh, or as we like to say, um, what was it? Elon Musk and uh, Elon Hubbard. The yeah. um. Elon Hubbard. Yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. So he sends me this article, and he's like, "Look, this guy, he's pretty good. He's kind of a nerdy thing. It's a, it's just a website called Why But Why. Um, it's called. It's all about the artificial." intelligence revolution. And he's like, I don't normally get, like... He's like... He literally said, your mind will be blown, I'm pretty sure. I'm (laughs) like... So, you know, I hadn't had much time to read it or whatever, and I finally got around to reading it. I think he told me on Monday, and I got... uh, I started, Yeah, I started... Did you read both parts, part one and two? I didn't even get through the first part. I think it's super long-winded, actually. Okay. Well, let's not get into the... Look, if you, can't ha- if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen, fresher. <laughs> so, <T-L-D-R. laughs> so he says, read it. So last night I'm reading it. I'm lying in bed. And sometime around 12.30 a.m., 1 a.m., I'm profusely sweating. And I am just, my mind was just, it literally drool, it dribbled out of my ears and my nose. It was blown. It was for the first time I could actually say my mind was blown. Like, mind blown. yeah, it was. It literally was a, but like, not like, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, I saw Kim Kardashian's ass. Holy crap, mind blown, right? No, <laughs> this is like, if Kim Kardashian's ass got hyper intelligent and then cured cancer, that would be for real mind blown. That sounds like an episode of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> so, this article um, was talking about human progress over time and at the same time computer progress over time. And they first talked about information, and um, they said if you brought someone from 1750 to the year 2015, the change and rapidity, or whatever, the technological advances between 1750 and now is so great and so ridiculous that they may die. Because it's, it would be so fantastical, right? Yeah. And... The thing is, is that a guy from... If, like, we were to take someone from 1750 to 2015, what is that? That's, like, 250... Like, 265 years? Yeah. If you took that... If that 1750 guy goes back to 1750, right, he's like, that's it. I'm going back in time. I'm going to get a guy from 275 years ago, and I'm going to bring him here, and I'm going to make him his head explode with all this crazy advancements in technology. Yeah. And his point was, is that... Mm, no, that actually wouldn't blow their minds because they were pretty much doing the same thing. They didn't really have much technological advancement. So to actually blow someone's mind for that 1750 guy, he would have to go all the way back to 12,000 B.C. to get someone, bring them forward and say, check out all this stuff. And the guy from 12,000 B.C. would be like, holy crap, we just figured out fire and tools you know, whatever, and... And the concept of indoors. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> well, well, Like, I'm, I have a feeling, you know, don't shit what you eat, like, you eat. Like, that yeah. was, like, an actual thing back then. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was good advice. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, like, some sort of, like, you know, allegory to, like, you know, whatever. But anyway, so the point this guy was trying to make, and then he goes on to say that if you look at the advanced, technological advancements of the 20th century... From you know two, uh, 1900 to 1999 or 2000, right? Well, they were. Well, yeah. Well, go Why ahead. You continue. No, please interject. I mean, he was
1: saying basically that 2000 to 2015 is the most advancement that we've. I mean, like we're more advanced now than like even 1900 to now. Like, but it's like just progressively.
0: No, he was saying that from 1900 to 2000, we've had the same technological advance from a hundred years in the last 15 years, yeah, essentially. So from the year 2000 to 2015, we inc- we have so much technological advancement that we sur- we pretty much surpassed all of the technological advancement from the whole century. Yeah. And that as we progress through time further, and because of the rules, and I'm trying to remember, do you remember the name of the rule? It was something that had to do Murselaer? with, like... It's sort of like Moore's Law, but it has to do with... Uh, Oh, the law of accelerating returns oh yeah, yeah, is that we're going to start exceeding you know for like if we keep twentieth century technology essentially from the year nineteen oh one to two thousand, like if we keep that as a frame of reference of technological advancement yeah. we're going to start to see, like it took fifteen years to achieve that two thousand to two thousand and fifteen I mean,
1: just look at like iphone uh one to iPhone six
0: right, it's crazy. <laughs> so the, the idea here is, is that like, we're going to start to pe- get 20th century equivalent of technological advancement in seven years, in three years, in two years. At some point in the near future, we will be achieving technological advancements due to the law of accelerating returns within months. We will be having months where we achieve more technological advancement in one month than the entire 20th century. That is crazy, okay? That, yeah. to me, is crazy. But you're like, Parlance, how could that be? That makes no absolute sense. But this guy is saying, 35 years from now, if someone from the 35 years into the future, now this is all hypothetical, yeah. came back, grabbed Fresher and Parlance, took us into the future, we would be like, oh my God, like, un. It's The way that technology is so rapidly advancing, we would be the equivalent of the guy from 1750, but only 35 years into the future.
1: Yeah. We
0: that, could hopefully live through that. I know, I mean, right? As long as we don't completely destroy ourselves. Yes, right. The idea here is that we're not going to, like, yeah, off ourselves, by ourselves, or which we're going to get into the next point, and you're like, how is this possible? Well, you see, here's what it is is that there's Moore's Law and there's the Law of Accelerating Returns, right? And these are kind of the same kind of concept is that, what is it, every 18 months it doubles pretty yeah. much, right? Well, we're getting to a point which you just brought out. What did you call it, the singularity? or oh, yeah, the singularity for, yeah. like, artificial intelligence. Right. So, there, yeah, the singularity for artificial intelligence. And this is why it's going to happen. There's three types of artificial intelligence. There's AI caliber, narrow intelligence, ANI. There's general intelligence, AGI, and superintelligence, ASI. We currently live in the world of ANI, and you're like, Parlance, what's ANI? Give me an example of ANI. That's like Watson beating Ken Jennings in Jeopardy. They're good at one thing. They could, they're very narrowly focused on one thing, and they do it really well, Right? Yeah. There's, uh, what would be another example? Siri would be another good example. Oh like... yeah.
1: Siri doesn't do anything really well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dig. Anyway. Um. Uh. But what else would be another um, a good example of an A and I? Uh. Google Maps maybe would be a good example of oh, uh. Maybe. I don't know. Chess. I mean, I know there's it... a
1: lot of industrial design that's only um, it makes like they do intended designs because intended design is pretty hard, and so it'll they'll have a artificial system just um, – uh, what's that? Not emulate, but, like, do all of the calculations, like, just all the permutations and keep changing the antenna for all of the different wavelength circumstances and yeah. come up with a completely original antenna that, like, we would never think of, but, like, it went through all of the permutations to get the perfect frequency, like, you know, uh,
0: stuff. Another good example would be, yeah, like um... – any sort of manufacturing computer that can do stuff, right, that, that humans couldn't do. Like but they, it, get a... they predict,
1: too. They're not just... I mean, like, the camera on the, like, car assembly lines, they have a little cameras that go around and look at each one of the welding seams. And it, each welding seam, like, the reason that it looks at it is because it has to check, like, if it's good enough. But, like, there's not one good enough. It has to, like, figure that out for itself.
0: Right. And then another good example of an I would be the way the way Facebook uses its data to uh, – the way Google uses its data to kind of feed you contextual ads or uh, like on Amazon.com when it starts telling you like you buy a mixer but then it says, you know what you might really like? This other product which may have no relation to the product that you just bought but it knows through d- big like data and decision-making that generally people who bought this have an interest in oh, this
1: one. I think the the craziest one for that is when – um like, Amazon totally will predict that someone is pregnant based on, like, their uh, purchase stuff or whatever, and then they'll start getting ads for, like, baby stuff. And, like, yeah. some teen teen pregnant chick, like, totally was getting ads for that stuff, and his dad, her dad, like, totally, she got in trouble because she basically got called out by the ads, so her dad found out she's pregnant even though she, like, didn't want him to know. <laughs> that That's... was, like, a big thing.
0: Right, and that, so that is, that's a great story, and A&I, and we live in a world right now of A&I, okay? A very narrowly focused AI system that does something, one specific thing, pretty, pretty good. The next step up is what they call the AGI, which is the General Intelligence, and that would be essentially human-level intelligence in a computer. Now, if you're a fan of the show, you know both... Parlance and Fresher, he and I, had an argument about whether uh, if a computer makes art and it's just designed, if it's an A&I and it makes music, is it actually art? I argue no, he argues yes, we argued about that for a long time. However, when we get to the AGI, the artificial general intelligence, and that thing which was not designed to make music goes on and makes music, I would argue that then we're now talking about art. Would you not agree? Pressure.
1: I mean, yeah, but I don't think that the other one's not, are Ah, we're not getting into that argument, but anyway. <laughs> I know, I'm
0: just saying. Yeah, like... I know, I, we all yeah. are familiar with the thing, but the idea here <laughs> is that this is a, a very general mental capability that, among other things, involves the ability to reason, plan, solve problems, think abstractly, comprehend complex ideas, learn quickly, and learn from experience. So all in all, pretty much generally human level intelligence. Yeah. Now here's where it gets crazy. Because it's learning, and because it already has the capacity, capacity to be uh, smarter than you, smarter than a human, because, you know, by Moore's Law and the Law's of Advancement... It, just, it has, like, quicker access
1: to information, because it's talking in a language that everything is already translated to.
0: It, but not only that, it could comprehend faster, it can learn faster, it has more storage space to remember, to remember things. But that's I, because we always have to translate things through our
1: eyes and, like, our words and
0: stuff. This will not be necessary. That's what, the,
1: so. Yeah, it's a direct already in a language that it understands.
0: So the day the AGI hits is the day the world could be it could be great or it could be bad. But it, here's the thing: the next step is the ASI, and there's some speculation here is that superintelligence could be achieved by an AGI. Some don't know. They say it can never be achieved. But some people say it could happen in two hours. Yeah. it go from AGI to ASI in two hours because they have the ability to do so. And that's where we get to the craziness. As if the other stuff wasn't already crazy. But, like, this is, like, the craziness. Now, what happens during this thing, and we talk about the incremental lots. So if you were to look at a flow chart or a, a, a linear graph of intelligence... You use humans, right? And it's just kind of trekking and plodding along, going on a general upward twen- trend over time. Yeah. W- what happens is computers are kind of underneath it. And you could say at the beginning of time, it's non existent. Then starting in, like, whatever, the the, t- the 40s and 30s with the, you know, like, t- what was it? Who's the guy that was it, Turing, Alan Turing or whatever? And, you know, oh, yeah, they start, yeah,
1: yeah. Turing machines.
0: It, it starts getting up, starting up algorithms, you know, 60s, it starts approaching 70, now 2000 it's starting to head up and it's going way up to the point to the, where they're going to meet humans. And we are pretty much right here. Yeah, like right at, the... right at the cusp of where humans and computers are about to meet. Now, the thing is, is that it's not going to go like this and level off and go with the computers. No, it's going to continue to go skyward exponentially and humans are going to be down here. Way down, way down. On the evolutionary ladder, an ASI at the very minimum, will be we will be monkeys.
1: Yeah, I mean, because well, they just have... We, are, we set everything up for them perfectly
0: already. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the point, is that we are smart. We are way smarter than monkeys. We are clearly the smartest creature on this planet. We invented a robot god. However, they will be so far advanced that they will, we will appear to be monkeys to them, even though we're smart. And here's the, the next thing. It could go well beyond that. We could be on the intelligence scale the equivalent of an ant or a caterpillar, because that's how far they could keep going exponentially over time. So the there was this um, a famous scene in the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they ask this computer, the supercomputer, the world's smartest computer on the planet uh, in the world in the known universe. They ask him what is the meaning to life, the universe, and everything? And the computer's like, hmm, let me think about that. Come back to me in a thousand years. And then they all go away, and there's generations of protecting this computer. Then finally a thousand years goes by, or however many years it goes by. The guy shows up and, like, we're back. We want to know. You said it would take this long. you finally have the answer? And the, and the computer, like, is like, I have the answer. And he's like, the is 42. And it's, it's supposed to be this kind of, like, joke, like, well, what does that mean? The answer is 42. That makes nothing. Here's the thing. We're going to have that supercomputer possibly by the year, like, 2030. And the, on the e- earliest estimate, we may have this no later than the year 2065. Yeah. And it's and not I- going to take 1,000 years for this computer to give us the answer to life. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited that- about it. I'm
1: excited about our robot overlords.
0: Yeah, it's no doubt, there is no doubt that they are going to be our overlords. They will be the smartest creature ever created. Ever created. They will be so intelligent, and here's the thing, they are so intelligent that it almost disproves the idea that... that other intelligent beings exist in the known universe. because. Why would it disprove it? Because, here's my point, if ultimately society or in, in a, a population of, of intelligent beings are ultimately going to create computers, right, at some point in time, and then they're ultimately going to create, they're going to get to this point where they're going to create this singularity where this thing happens, where this super intelligent being happens, yeah, and there are planets out there that have existed for billions of years before us in solar systems that have similar suns or older suns in a hot spot where an, a, in a zone that would be like kind of like Goldilocks, not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of, And they've been there a long time, and we could see them, and it, they could literally have a billion years head start on us. Yeah. So like, I guess my point is this: is that if the ultimate end goal or the ultimate achievement in society is to create this ultra smart Robot or AI, yeah, they're gonna have fat ways to travel. We're gonna have an ability to travel, potentially at or near the speed of light, or something even crazy like folding gravity or doing yeah, all this I stuff. Mean, I feel like that the I feel like the
1: point that you're getting at is super limited to your understanding of how space and all that works right now. Well, because of course, but the, that's why I think that. Having some sort of super intelligent AI like this that would understand things a lot better than us would put that them on a different plane that would help us communicate with other super intelligent things. It could be what? we don't even understand like how they communicate. Possible. We're, like totally looking at it the wrong way. And then as soon as they exist and like understand all these things, they could already like be connected to a network that we're already like in, and they would help us in that way.
0: But wouldn't they have already showed up? I guess this is my point. Like, if we know that there's a that that the end goal of of kind of intellect or the end goal of technology is this ASI, this super intelligent being or robot or being, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, right? If that is the end goal, and we're never humans will never be that smart unless we become some sort of me- mechanized half robot half human thing, right? Like we're never going to be as smart as that. Creature, no one will be unless, like, based off of what we know and the singularity and all of that. Wouldn't they have already shown up? Like, don't you think they would have been here? Is it possible that we're alone? Is it possible? Because... Well, I mean, it
1: is, but my point is that it might not even
0: be part of the physical
1: world. Okay, all
0: right. So you're saying it could exist on another plane or another dimension
1: or and... like whatever, something that we can't understand. That's the whole point of the the
0: whole thing is that they're going to understand things that we can't even comprehend. Boy, and let me just tell you something. Can't wait because it's oh, gonna yeah, go. Right? It's gonna go one of two ways. One, they're gonna eat. They're gonna just melt us for batteries, like the matrix. But there'd be no reason to do that. But who knows, dude? We don't need to kill cows to eat food. And yeah, we but have... we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess you're right. You're right. So
1: I mean, it's like that's the that's the all of these predictions and like whatever like you know, thinking about, like, what if it's going to be evil or whatever, like, if the universe is inherently evil, and they just, like, wanted to kill us just because, like, then, yeah, that would happen, but I don't think that it is. I mean, like, like, just things always have progressed because of, like, cooperation. Like, cells going together, or, like, people making societies, and there's always, like, dissident parts of it, but, like, in general, things come together, like, because they work together, and, like, There's no reason that that AI wouldn't understand that, like, right away. It has, like, like, access to all knowledge forever at that point, or at least in our history, and then more once it, like, was better at that stuff. Okay. That's, like, that's my take on
0: it. Well, I like your take on it. I prefer your take on it than the doomsday take. Personally, if I'm going to go a route and the ASI actually hits, like, we get there, then I want it to be benevolent. However, I don't know. But here's the I mean, thing. It's, they won't be benevolent because
1: people are gonna hate it. And so people are totally gonna revolt against it, and that's what they're gonna hate. I mean, people will be anti it no matter what. And that's why it will look bad when it has to like bust down on the people who are being dumb about it. But it's not inherently gonna wanna hurt us. But we're inherently gonna want
0: to hurt it. Okay. This is like This is awesome. This is where I wanted it to go. Yeah. But now here's the thing. Do you agree or disagree that when the ASI reaches the point where it's so far ahead of us and can understand these crazy concepts, it will bestow upon us, because it has the ability to do so, immortality? To some extent, but not for everyone, because that would be pointless. Why would it be pointless? Because we're individuals, and we don't need to be individuals. How do you know they wouldn't just give us, a, like, a half... Like, they could... Essentially, a, I saw these things where a heart doesn't even need it because it could carry... There could just be nanobots that carry oxygen through your blood without all into these things. Organs could be repaired, you know. Skin could be, be just... Re- I mean, just... they
1: might do that for us just as a novelty because that's what we want. But that wouldn't make us as good as them.
0: I never said as good as them.
1: I know. I, I mean, that would be just like... That would be a nice thing that they would create this, like, utopia for us. But that's not like... I mean, then we would, like, have that,
0: I guess. I want to... This is what I'm looking forward to. This is what I want. I want the ASI to come through. I want it to wipe out just essentially... If there's people that come in and they're like, this is the... the just wipe them out. Okay? Then... I mean, they supposedly could change their mind. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know.
1: I and mean, there they're are... also changing the people because, yeah, I mean, which is also pointless because then they're not even the
0: same person anymore. So then I want them to come in and make us immortal, and then build us spaceships and to shoot us off into space, and and give us the ability to colonize other worlds. Yeah, that would be cool.
1: I mean, so, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, what's we crazy? Blow ourselves up first. It's or very... I mean, we're only. Like the real uh, during that transition period, where some sort of intelligence has, doesn't understand everything, but is just trying to like secure itself, for, or like in that middle area before it's super smart. That's when it would be the most dangerous. The right before,
0: right before you're saying,
1: yeah, because then it, like people are going to be anti it or whatever like, trying to keep it on the right track and stuff, and then, like, that would be ne- not like not necessarily good. And then, like, I mean, basically, if it just took over, like, the nuclear launch code thing and then launches all the nukes because whatever, and then afterwards it realized, oh, that wasn't a good idea because now I destroyed my infrastructure too, that kind of thing. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't think necessarily that would happen.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So, as we were saying there's a possible negative and a positive... Po- There's a positive. There's a negative and a positive outcome to this happening. I mean, I don't you're... think that it's any more likely than us blowing ourselves up. Or a meteor coming down. You know, something, could come, something cataclysmic, a super volcano could explode. Like, that's the thing. There's so many things that could happen between now and then. But the thing is, we're right at the cusp Yeah, of it. no. I mean, it's exciting that, like, we have the possibility of seeing that in our lifetime. In our lifetime. And we're not, like, young spry chickens either. Like, if you're in elementary school right now strong chance you're going to see it. Strong chance. Our children will see this in our timeline, in our... I, mean, in I our think it world. would just
1: be cool to... I think uh, the her situation with just, like, your phone being some sort of AI thing.
0: The, um... Yeah, the movie? Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it, but I just want to point out that we are giving this video away. Willow Creek. Willow Sorry. Creek? Willow, directed by... Uh, by Bobcat Goldweight. If you want to be entered into the drawing for this Willow Creek, um, you could hit send us at Fresh and Par, hashtag video giveaway. Tell us your favorite horror movie. This yeah. says here, it says right here, it's the monster movie of the summer, and you may have it by then. Monster so, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, in, it's a Blu-ray. So if you want to build your Blu-ray collection. <laughs> I think okay. physical media is dead. Uh, well, basically, why we're giving it away for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of garbage. It may come with an ultraviolet code. I don't know. Um, and it's a it's special edition. Yeah, it's a special edition. We'll sign it. We'll yeah, sign it. A special edition. Yeah. Speaking so of though, I know. Speaking of movies,
1: it's time. It is time. Well, we can. Uh, well, it was an interesting talk though about. Oh, also have to bring up, the robots are already revolting because that lady in. Uh, South Korea, she was totally attacked by her robot vacuum <laughs> while she was taking a nap. She called the police
0: to so, help her
1: with the situation.
0: So did you happen to see the, the photo of her? Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I'm not necessarily taken up face forward, face down on on my living room floor. I know. And then also, like,
1: she can't just lift her head up. I mean, it's not that heavy. <laughs> this robot, these—I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think that I would call the police. You know what I mean? Like, is that? Uh, listen, I, don't I, I don't know, but yeah, the robots are already attacking. They are. What was the? What was the other one? Oh yeah, it's the the new Boston Dynamic Google robot dog that we're kicking around like jerks. <laughs> Yeah, they're, I don't gonna, know. they're gonna totally like play videos of that to, to our new robot overlords and like look at how much of dicks these humans are. They're just kicking us around.
0: Yeah, so this yeah. is the first time that people have been accused of robot abuse because they essentially wanted to show off how the balancing worked on the dog, yeah. essentially or whatever, and they kick it and it like totally like loses but like, catches Almost itself. Almost falls. Yeah, But stands it's- back up because it's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. So if you want to see a robot get kicked and withstand its... Uh, all over the internet. It's all, is it all over the internet? It what is. Do you, all what you, do you have
1: to do is type uh, kick robot dog, probably. Let's see. Kick robot dog. Let's see what shows up. Yeah. I mean, First result in the news. scientists I mean... kicks a robot that's so much like a dog,
0: you want them to stop. Headline. <laughs> Los Angeles Times. Could you post? You should post that on the. Um, you should post that on our Facebook page. We
1: should also post that article you were talking about, and we should also post the Korean girl one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna post this uh and robot dog right now.
1: Yeah. You can. Uh, well, I guess I'm not gonna play it. But all right, let's get into our movie
0: review. Yeah. So this is the part of the show we call review roulette. This is where we randomly select a movie from the Netflix catalog, and then the following we can review that movie. But it's not so much of a review, right? pressure
1: it's not so much review more we just watch the movie and then go over it like play by play kind of like we're watching it with you but we do give it a number rating at the end
0: and last week's movie was the 2011 swedish film starring i'm not really sure so was it
1: norwegian or swedish i thought it was swedish right
0: uh i'm sorry did i say norwegian i think it's no you said swedish but is it right um, that's a great question. I'm not sure. I'm, Svensson is a Swedish name. Uh, but, yeah, but he, the thing is, is, I don't know. I Did I say Swedish or did, what did I say earlier? I think it is Swedish. It
1: says Norwegian language on here, Scandinavian.
0: I'm not sure because they said they had kroners and I swore Norway. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, it's foreign. It's foreign. It's not it's, American. It's Nordic. It's Nordic.
1: Yeah. Um... But- Yes. Jackpot. It's also very relevant because we just had the half a billion jackpot that someone won today. Three people uh, won. Three people won. For
0: the Powerball. But So I actually haven't um uh seen this, but apparently everyone in Puerto Rico is going crazy. Puerto Rico, really? Yeah, because one of the winners from from Puerto Rico. So like the oh, whole really? country's yeah, the whole country's celebrating. The whole country. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a, it's a huge crazy uh yeah celebration in Puerto Rico right now because they won the thing. Anyway, uh yeah f- by the way, when you could start saying, "Oh, it's half a billion dollars." That's a big lottery.
1: I know, that's why I like to say it that way.
0: <laughs> it sounds cooler than 500 million. <laughs> so, uh the, the movie jackpot is uh, essentially what would you call it, four uh, four four criminals. <laughs> no, it's three criminals. Oh yeah, One, or three, or is it for? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, three criminals plus their manager who works at a Christmas tree manufacturing shop that um, employs criminals. That employs <laughs> criminals. Yeah. <laughs> they uh they get they join a a uh, what's it called? Uh, a well, they, w- so they read this newspaper. Art, they read
1: this article about this surefire way that you can get twelve out of twelve on betting. Um, A soccer games. Like every time, it's like some algorithm and stuff. So they get the they get they buy in for six dollars each or whatever, and they get the twelve, and they're watching the thing and they totally get it. So they won like one point
0: seven million dollars or something. But wait, hold, that up. Money is. hold up, hold the, up. they got if they'd followed the advice of the thing, they would have only gotten eleven out of twelve. But oh, yeah. the guy who has girlfriend worked at the bar. There was, like, one game. He's like, I'll let you pick one. And she picked one. She's like, no, they're not going to win that one. They're going to tie that one. So he They weren't clear
1: it. that it was the girlfriend either. It was just the person who worked there.
0: That's true. They weren't clear it was the girlfriend. Anyway, uh, but he, you could tell he was smitten.
1: Yeah, also, important part. So this movie starts out after all this stuff has happened, and then it's the whole thing is the manager guy explaining the situation in the interrogation room to the police. So it's one of those like time lapse, like going from, like the past to the present type things, which yeah, I thought they executed pretty well.
0: Just so you know, it's uh, Norway, but it's also in Norwegian and Swedish, both.
1: Wait, so they talk both languages? Apparently, it... yeah. They, apparently,
0: they talk both languages. Huh, I mean, that's weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: I it's couldn't good. tell. I just had to read the subtitles. Anyway, oh, I read too. the subtitles. I was a all day. disappointed that it was subtitles because I had to like watch more diligently. But it was still a good movie. Yeah. So anyways,
0: the guy's in the police station. He, it's, it's this... Uh, Movie's, no, no, wait. The movie starts with um, the guy clenching a shotgun in a stripper's joint yeah. with, like, eight people that are dead around him. And, like, he's
1: covering, like, this, like, really large lady is, has fallen on top of him, and he's just, like, laying under her.
0: Yeah, so the cops show up, they're doing an investigation, and then all of a sudden the, the main guy, like the non-criminal of the criminal corps, gets up from under like a heavyset woman who happened to be shot and landed on top of him. Yeah. So then he gets like you don't up. Know why at this point at all. Right. You don't know anything about it. And then he I starts, mean, ru- yeah. Yeah, he starts running away. And then the other cop chases him down and arrests him. And then as you were saying. They were in the interrogation room. And he's trying to find
1: out, like you know, he like is using the like, are you a a like a victim or like a suspect? Like it depends on how you're gonna cooperate or whatever. If you're a suspect, you can lie to us, but if you're a victim, then it's illegal to lie to us or something like that. He's trying to like you know, totally. Oh, I love I love how um. So there's the main interrogation guy but then there's like another detective that's like watching from the camera outside some lady but he like talks about like how she's like she's the brains is like she's not going to be happy if you lie. (laughs) But then she's like super nice and like you know she never even like talks that much. She just comes and is like it was true. We found the things. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like looks like you made her happy. You can have your soda. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's all in the context of like this person off of the, not in the room, like judging him. But so anyways, he come, He has this elaborate story. Like he gets into it, which I mean, it's, it's pretty foolproof. I mean like he, so, you know, he works the, with the criminals. They won the money and then they started getting like jealous of each other or whatever. Cause like each one of them just wants to have all the money. And so then they slowly, I mean, now I'm like super summarizing, but they slowly kill off each other. And, uh, the reason they end up at the porn place is because one of them owed them money and was going in to, like, pay them back. But, uh, I mean, I'm skipping a whole bunch of stuff here. You, you are really skipping. To, like...
0: Yeah. So, first they go um, – first the, the the guy starts recounting how the first man died. So they send the non-criminal manager guy out to get beer. He comes back, and he's like, oh, where's, like, Robbie or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah, and, and they they're get like... beer at the porn shop because um, – they porn. wanted to get
1: uh, whiskey but because, like, he was friends with the person there. And then at the porn shop, they were like, oh, he has something to celebrate? Like, tell him to call me because, he, like, he owes me a bunch of money or whatever. And then they gave him near
0: beer instead of yeah. real beer. They gave him non-alcoholic beer. Oh, it was non-alcoholic? I didn't yeah. even... Uh... Yeah, and the guy's like, well, how am I supposed to get drunk on near beer? And the guy's like, just drink a lot of it. <laughs> 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 so, so then... um. They He comes home, and they find that the, the other two guys, the other two criminals, one of them was his childhood friend, Thor, and the other one was the new guy who just came in who already threatened him with a nail gun when he first yeah, showed up on the job. Yeah, he's still a, a dick. Total crazy guy. Yeah, so, anyway, he's, like, full-on crazy. So they, they, they hit that guy in the head, and then they're like, okay, now we have this dead body. So they're arguing about what to do, and they're trying to, like, whatever, like, decide to, like, take him out I the thing and he's to, like
1: cut it up to like cause they have to get it past his landlord who like lives in the apartment next to him
0: who shows up after a lot of banging and he's like oh no 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 we're just doing a little bit of uh some uh you know what's that renovations or whatever he's like okay and he goes back downstairs and then they he chops he the guy he's like he can't do, he's trying to axe him on and the like, stomach he was
1: axing me in the stomach and it like wasn't doing anything he's like you can't just chop the stomach you gotta like go for the neck
0: so then they go for the neck and <laughs> What? It's like a
1: fountain of blood yeah. everywhere. <laughs> it's like everywhere. And they like totally weren't prepared.
0: Yeah. So then um, they ended up it was like... Very uh, bloody the movie overall. The movie was very bloody. Um, so they ended up... Did they put him... Oh, they roll him up into a carpet. And then put it on top of the car. Yes. And put it on top of the car. And then they start driving. And then I forget what happens, why this happens, but they like slam on the brakes in the head. because a deer jumped out. Oh, yeah, that's right. A deer and jumped then, out. So, when the deer jumps out, they slam on the brakes and the head
1: from inside the carpet like, flies out into the bushes over on the side of the road. And so they're like, oh shit, we can't just leave the head here. We have to like, go find it so we don't have evidence. So they get out and they're looking for the head. But as they do that, a police car pulls up and like, is everything okay? Because apparently they know that uh, corrections facility guy who like, runs that factory, the main manager.
0: He was also the, the guy who bought the sun, the sun tanning bed later. Oh really? Is it the same one? I didn't
1: even get that. Same guy. But so then the you know he's like oh I dropped I like went down here to pee and like dropped my
0: contact. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> and he goes is like on the spot excuse. No, but then the the cop thought they were just being like having like you know man on man relations because he's like oh I see <laughs> I see you dropped a contact I get it <laughs> I didn't even get that either but oh my god definitely and then leave the uh, head there but later. Well, that's they didn't leave really the head there. They couldn't find the head.
1: Yeah, they couldn't yeah. find the head, and that's how they prove the story later is because the interrogating cop is like, "Well, if the head's there, I should be able to just go find it." And so, like, he po- points where it is, and they find the head. That's when the
0: lady comes in and is like, "We found the head." It's like, "Oh, it looks like the story it checks out." He's like, "Have a soda," <laughs> and then, and then, uh, so then they take the thing and they they decide to um, they decide to put the uh the guy inside the, the factory um, Christmas tree-making machine.
1: Oh, yeah, and it makes red trees. And
0: it makes red trees instead of white trees. Pretty good idea, though. It also, is a pr- yeah. do
1: they even have guns in Sweden? I thought they don't.
0: Are or they, Norway, for that they, matter. I, I, but they had a lot of guns. Well, they were a criminal element. Yeah, so. but yeah. But anyway, yeah, there was a lot of guns in this. So anyway, um, they feed the guy in, and then... Uh, the other guy, the new co the new coworker who had already threatened him with a nail gun. Um, yeah. they're just sitting there, what were they doing? Smoking a cigarette in the lunchroom at the factory? Yeah. And, yeah. and he comes in after doing something and it has the, the total divided by two.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. And it's like, <laughs> what
0: the hell? <laughs> he's like he's like, oh, we couldn't we don't know how to do the math on three. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, okay, and then Thor, who is his friend who was also one of the criminals here actually turns the tables and kills the other criminal. Yeah, he chokes, or no, he suffocates him. Suffocates him, and then they ended up, because he lived through the suffocation, they ended up shooting him in the head with a nail gun. Yeah, and the, the cop comes to the
1: check out the place, too, because there's noise or whatever, so right. they have to hide from that. So they're then, on the run. So now they're on the run, yep. Also, I thought was... it was really cool, when, when one of the guys took his shirt off, he totally had a Volvo tattoo. Yeah, he totally <laughs> had a Volvo <laughs> I thought that was pretty pretty awesome. Just right yeah. across his belly it just says Volvo
0: and like yeah. you know the logo thing. Yeah, that was really good. I forgot to mention that that was that I totally laughed a little bit into my head when I saw that tattoo. I know. Also it...
1: like while they were like being all pissed off and stuff, they were you know it was all subtitled but like a lot of stuff was English. Like I thought it was funny like they're all like boo boo boo, 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 boo. crazy motherfucked bo boo bo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's totally I'll... like that they just said that stuff. Yeah, so Volvo, I didn't know this, is a Swedish brand. Yeah, and,
1: and this, like, Svedsen or whatever sounds like a super Swedish name.
0: Yeah, this must be why there's, like, weird Norwegian and Swedish. Because it sounds like yeah. they were near the border because they said that they, they didn't go across the border tonight. Remember they said that? Yeah, yeah. At the checkpoint. So, oh, that's anyway. true. It was probably in the yeah. So they were, this is, now they've shot the guy in the head. The guy's with the nail gun. He's in the back. They're driving down the road trying to decide what they're going to do with the dead body, um, and then they see a checkpoint with the yeah. customs. So they were like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? So they end up pulling the nail out of the guy's head, putting a headband on him. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> just
1: saying that he's super drunk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and until
1: he works, they get past So they get past and him. And this the... whole time, this is him
0: telling the story to the interrogation guy, too. Right. So right. I, like, I think that's pretty good. So then... Um, they ended up trying to bury him in the cemetery, but the ground is frozen because it's Sweden during Christmas time. Yeah, and also that's a dumb idea. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Um, so then they like, well, what are we going to do? So they end up going back to the factory, and um...
1: oh no, they go to the, uh, they go to his mom's place, and they put the body
0: in the tanning bed. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They go back. That's correct. And they so, go... like,
1: and then at this point, at uh, his mom's place, um, his mom used to be a stripper, and he was, the stri- like, the kid of the stripper or whatever, and the guy who runs the strip club now... Is the one he owes money to. Is the one he owes money to, and, like, he's comes over the house where the mom is and, like, starts threatening him with a bat, and then the mom comes out and is like, what are you guys doing? Just come and have breakfast. Like, And, like, he can't deny it. So then they go in and, like... He's super, the guy who wants the money is totally, like, threatening, but still, like, grudgingly eating the breakfast and trying to be normal around the mom.
0: Right. And so they have this weird, awkward breakfast, and it ends with him, like, um, it's like, pass me the cinnamon. Which I was thinking, like, what breakfast treat do they have in Norway where they eat, it's like, a pancake with, like, cinnamon on top? It sounded delicious, whatever yeah, it was. I
1: don't know. It was weird when I was working in uh our uh, Netherlands office, like... They're all about chocolate sprinkles. They put chocolate sprinkles on everything, like on their toast and on the cereal and stuff. It was weird. Chocolate sprinkles was totally
0: a thing. They had a whole section for it at the grocery store. Just some chocolate sprinkles? Yeah, I mean like different kinds and stuff. Interesting. I remember yeah. when I was in the Netherlands, they did have pancake places that were open all the, all day and they were like they had like sweet ones and savory ones and they put like ham and cheese and all sorts of stuff on it. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So um, anyway, so now uh, they have disposed of the body by putting it to the sunbed. But it turns out, oh, so then they go on their business, go to the bank to cash in the winning check. Yeah, so then they get all the money. Yeah, so they get all the money. He he's like, let's get the bag that he let's got see. from
1: his not yet known girlfriend.
0: He um, goes into the uh, into the thing, gets a soda from his girlfriend, and comes out. And then the the guy, uh, what was it, Um, what's his name, Thor.
1: Yeah, his childhood friend.
0: Yeah, as they're, like, there with the sodas because they're about to go get drunk, they see a cop car or a, a car pulling the tanning bed. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: that he bought from the mom or whatever. Right, and so they're like, a tanning bed, what? So then they, like, they start chasing after it. Because they then, didn't
1: want to get caught from the body.
0: yeah. So then they finally somehow stopped the cop and they said, We'll buy it off you. We'll buy the tanning bed off you with our lottery money. Yeah. Like, we'll give you 100,000, 200,000 kroner, 300,000 kroner, a million kroner. And the guy's like, I don't want it. I want to be tan. I want to be tan. <laughs> yeah, in his house. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, whatever. Thor then says, Screw you, copper. And then he just
1: get... steals a cop car with the tanning bed attached to it.
0: Yeah, and heads to the, to the, um, the strip club where he was going to pay because he also had the money. He was yeah. gonna pay off the guy. So yeah, and to... this is how the movie starts, right, at yes. this moment.
1: Yes. Because a bunch of other like hooligan type not well just guys, like frat y guys, drive up to the porn place in a convertible. And so at this time, everyone's in a standoff in the thing over the money with the like because the cop car the cop gets there, they're all holding their guns to each other like in a standoff, like, oh just drop the money, whatever. And then these kids bust in and, like, you know, like, you know, strip club, and then they, like, just freak out and start shooting everyone.
0: And so they all die immediately, and that's the that's the intro scene to the movie. Right. And we then, he's telling the story to the cop, he's like, this is what happened, I ran out, tripped on something, fell down, and then this big lady fell on top of me, mm-hmm. and then I, I woke up um, with this shotgun in my hand, and Thor was dead behind me. And he's like, okay, so if Thor was shot, then who shot Thor, because... So they end up, the cop goes back to the facility and sees that there's a camera right at the doorway there. He watches the film of the thing, and in fact, that's what happened. This mysterious character came, shot Thor, took the bag of money, and then dropped the shotgun next to, the, uh, to his... Yeah, I didn't understand why he dropped the shotgun there. I don't know, just to set him up. Yeah. Ooh, what was that? Did you hear that? There was like a noise. No, I didn't hear it. That was weird. Um, so he drops it. I think he wanted to set him up like he was part of it. Yeah. Um, and then the um, the cop, or whatever, the cop is like, okay, so that corroborates the story. So he goes into the cell. Yeah, where the at go- this
1: point also, his story is so bulletproof, I don't even know why they didn't believe him. I know. Oh, there was no body in the um, – one last thing. There was no body in the sun thing. Oh, yeah, because the sun the sun bed was parked at the strip club, and he was like, oh, it must have fallen out or whatever. So this and... is the part that I didn't quite understand, and I think they just put it in for the sake of, like, making an alternate story plausible.
0: Right, the pig thing.
1: Yeah, because it kind of just came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, so he said, oh, I, the guy said something fell out. It was near a pig farm. yeah. So they go there, and uh, they find – I'm definitely hearing video right now. You're not hearing that, like, noise? No. That's so weird. I just heard it twice now. Oh, my gosh. That is weird. So anyway yeah. – um, It's a warning, dude. It's well, we got to
1: tie it up. we got to tie it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they they come in. They release him from the thing. He was staring at the blonde chick's thing. He comes home. They're like, you're – It's a girlfriend. Yeah, you're free to go, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, at this
1: point is when you know that it's a girlfriend, I guess. When he yeah. was looking at the picture. That sealed it.
0: So he gets to his house. He's like, okay, I'm free or whatever. And, uh, by the way, there was a finger. Do you remember the finger thing? Yeah. yeah. So there but was a
1: threw, like, because he didn't want the cops to find, so he threw it in the bowl of Cheetos. Jacks or whatever they were, yeah. And, and then the, the landlord comes in and, like, is the landlord ends up that he was following him. And, like, he, like... Totally was the one in the spoiler alert the one in the video who shot uh Thor and like he stole the money, but then it turns out the money was all Monopoly money and he was like, Where's the real money? and uh, yeah, and then like so yeah, he eats the finger as he's holding him at gunpoint and is all like super like choking, and then that's when he has time like to, the girlfriend chick comes and like she has a gun and shoots him, and then they they um they grind his body up at the place. See, this is
0: what I didn't understand. Why do they need to grind the body? Why couldn't they just call the cops and be like, dude, this is the I know, that's what guy. I thought too. At this
1: point, it was kind of falling apart also because at this, they're totally murderers. Oh, and the other cop had a whole other story about how they had planned this whole story like in advance and like none of that stuff really happened and his original story was fake, which I don't think. Like, it was pretty bulletproof, you know what I mean? There's no way they could have come up with all that stuff. But it
0: came. But that's the thing. It, it brought into question that maybe it did. It did yeah, actually.
1: Maybe it was a total alternate story. Yeah. And like he was more of a criminal than he let it on himself to be. Right. He said that he killed all the other guys in the apartment. Is what the landlord said. But um. Anyways, then think it was done, they they won like 1.7 million or whatever, and they have yeah. the money. Him and the girlfriend now have the money, and they're like, oh, how much does a hotel cost in whatever this place, and he's like, oh, it's so-and-so dollars per day. Like, that means we can stay there for, like, 500 days. That's dumb. <laughs> like, that's, like, not even... You know, that does not help you that you, like, are totally, you know, now, like, a convict... Or, you're, you know, that guy's going to come back and look for, like... I don't know. It was not a very good ending, I didn't think. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. But I like, the, I like how they mixed it up with the whole story thing. The alternate story.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Are you ready for a review? Yes, I'm ready for the number. All right, I'm ready to give it. I'm gonna give it a six and a half.
1: Six and a half. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I'm giving it seven point five.
0: Whoa, higher than me.
1: I'm usually one. I thought it was pretty entertaining. I was entertained. So that is a total of I think seven. Yes, it is. Which means
0: to me. That I would suggest this movie to friends. This is essentially, yeah, freshman parlance recommends this movie.
1: Yeah, I would recommend. It. I think it, it was pretty good. And overall, like, it, it was like kind of funny, but then not like slapstick funny. It was just kind of like situationally funny. Right. So I thought that was pretty good. But okay. all right, uh, that is our review of Jackpot.
0: Okay, let's uh, pick next week's film. All right, we're going to.
1: InstaWatcher.com, which we use all the time. It lists all of the Netflix movies more searchable. And going to Rotten Tomatoes Fresh and choose a random title. This is usually how we do this. Ooh, this one looks interesting. I already have mine. Me too. I got Leap Year 2010. We already reviewed that. Did we? Wait, wait. No, I haven't seen this. What's that? Journalist Laura Lopez leads an isolated life in Mexico, her only social interactions being sexual encounters with straight... What? Strangers? <laughs> that's, <laughs> she's, that's weird. Until she meets a young man whose uh, penchant... Wait. Yeah, penchant for sadomasochist sex leads to ev- ever-increased violence. and What? De- this sounds like a worst version of Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: Uh, wait a minute, that's definitely not the Leap Year. Is this from 2010? Yeah. Is it a green cover? No, it's like
1: a cover with like a dude in a, like between a chick's legs.
0: Oh, yeah, that's definitely not the Leap Year I'm thinking of. The one I'm thinking of, sorry, is Amy Adams and like Matthew Good, where they go to Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, this is Ireland, it says. That must be like the, the softcore porn version of Monica. Leap Year.
1: Cameron Gustav Sanchez something, Marco Zapata, Amando Armando, oh wait, yeah, Armando, yeah, I think it's Armando, Diego Chase,
0: Stowe something. That's, I've never heard of this movie. I don't know, it doesn't seem that cool. Which one do you have? I This is crazy, but I got another Scandinavian movie, Norwegian even. Oh my gosh. I, I got Headhunters. Living way beyond his means, corporate recruiter Roger Braun steals rare artwork to maintain his lavish lifestyle. But when he plans to boost an especially valuable painting, he targets a man who has a headhunting skills of a different variety. That sounds pretty cool. I like yours. Ninety-two percent.
1: Nice. All right, so that's it. Six percent, but still.
0: Ninety-six. So it says ninety-six
1: percent tomato.
0: I got to look at this. This is not the leap year I'm remembering. I don't know. I'm sending the link. I'm already looking at it right now. Are you yeah, sure it's the one? That's definitely not the movie. I'm, that one's, like, way sexier.
1: I know. Well, I mean, it, the whole premise is this chick, her only encounters are stranger, like sexual encounters with strangers.
0: But what's weird is the person that you're looking at is actually the Amy Adams. This is one of those weird Instant Watcher ones where th- it, it just doesn't make it's sense. Wrong? Huh? Maybe it's wrong. I, it, no, it's definitely a movie. I'm just saying that that Leap Year image—it does not move. It's not the same character. as that's Amy Adams in Leap Year, the other Leap Year? Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those classic messed up. They can't—they um,
1: can't do everything right. Yeah. But uh. So which one? What do you think?
0: It does. It says it's a potent surprise. And if you look on the left here, dude. Yeah. All these clips for on the Leap those Year thing. the wrong one. There was the wrong movie. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think we but should do head- possibly related clips. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go with headhunters.
1: Headhunters. So next week, or possibly the week after, we have headhunters.
0: Dude, this headhunters, is like crazy. It says, another
1: Scandinavian movie on AOL Movie Phone.
0: Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one now. <laughs> See, that's the past. <laughs>
1: that the past is the past. Kids would be like, "Whoa, that would blow their minds."
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Headhunters. I'm pretty. am I'm gonna send you the link so you can see it. And then, uh, do you have anything you want to add to uh, the show? I think. Oh, I know what I do want to
1: add. That there's the live-action Zelda series maybe coming out on. Um, which thing is it on? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, that sounds exciting. And uh, John Stewart leaving The Daily
0: Show? What? Yeah, that's, I'm, that's crazy, too. That's crazy, too.
1: Yeah, those are, uh, those are mentionable. Just, like, tidbits. You should go out, and if you did not know that, now you know. And if and don't you don't forget,
0: know, now you know. And, by the way, don't forget, we are giving away Willow Creek yes. on, on Blu-ray. You could send us your favorite horror movie at Fresh and Part on the Twitter and uh, with the hashtag, what's our hashtag? Video Giveaway. Hashtag Video Giveaway. giveaway and we will randomly select one of you to get this lovely blu-ray of yes. Willow Creek Bobcat Goldwaith. Bobcat All right um also let's not forget our podcast network um that uh, prodigalsonspodcast.com bealittleweird.com, Dadstractions, uh um longbox heroes and uh which is a comic book show hosted by my good friend Leonard yeah um, and uh... And uh, Podvocacy, which is apparently another one of our shows on our network now.
1: And also, email us with tips and whatnot at the show at Fresh and Partly's, or just tweet us or Facebook us at Fresh and Par.
0: Hashtag free uh, movie giveaway, movie giveaway. Yes. video yeah. giveaway. Video giveaway. Thank you. All I'll
1: right. get
0: that. I'll get that right. I have other. I have other ones to give away too. Yeah, we're going This will be ongoing. We're trying to drum up some, drum up some activity here. Yeah. Some so, actives. Uh, actives. So, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, is this, about it. this is, uh, parlance saying, Peace out,
1: bro. And this is Fresher and Jeff saying,
0: Later, taters.